Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Thank you to Marie for calling us the best globally rated podcast. Her review reads, this podcast seriously brings me joy. Meredith and Tiffany give me all the laughs and make me feel like I'm not failing as a mom. Their relatability and transparency is so refreshing. Honestly, their episodes are like sitting down with my favorite girlfriends every week. Super sweet. Thank you, Marie. I agree with you, Marie. We are the best globally rated podcast, and I appreciate you uh, reiterating that. Okay. (laughs) I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need, though, so any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we are going to be um, kind of having a little hodgepodge potluck buffet o conversations, so just strap in and make sure that that seatbelt is uh, ready for takeoff. Cool sentence, Meredith. (laughs) Really good. That was something. Hodgepodge, potluck, and oh boy. Today we have Jessica from Knoxville opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open the show for us. Hello, my name is Jessica and I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. I have three children. Um, my five-year-old, my youngest, he suffers with autism. My six-year-old, she has sensory process and a behavioral issues. And then my 12-year-old, she's the 12-year-old's oldest. But anyway, um, let's open this show with a mom's own moment. We are all here because we all struggle as moms. And anyone who says they haven't is definitely a big old liebagger. And I cannot believe I actually got that right. Like, I called a year ago and I couldn't get the thing right and I kept leaving messages but I hope you all use this for your opening and I love you guys so much and I listen to you and follow you all for years now and keep on doing what you're doing bye oh wait wait thank you so much sit tight sit tight she's not done oh oh do I hang up now I don't know I love it. I love that when she got to her 12 year old, she was like, she's just 12. I felt that (laughs) I felt that in my soul. (laughs) Well, she's just 12. (laughs) She's she's a human person. Well, it's tough. It's tough. Just I mean, I know you should never say to a parent, just wait. But ooh, that's the worst thing you could say to a parent. I know. But it is it is a tough these teenage years, Dave is struggling. We both are, but Dave is struggling so hard with Sophia right now. Really? So hard. I, I want to take everything away all of the time. <laughs> I literally, Why don't you? I literally will say, hey, put your helmet on. Okay. She'll get on a bike and ride away without a helmet. Like, are, are you serious? Oh my gosh, it's like she's four or five again. It reminds me of Chloe. <laughs> so every every day, no, something is getting taken away every single day. And and it's just exhausting. It's just going to be her sitting in the middle of a room <laughs> on a mattress and everything's gone. <laughs> and he just... And it's, it's how quickly the mood shifts, right? Like, Do you, you disagree be... with him? Like, by the way you're talking, it's almost like you've, you're not on the same page as him. No, I just don't. I mean, puberty, puberty is tough in general. They're a ball of hormones and emotions and feelings. And it's like, they're not human beings. I've said it time and again, they become these hormonal beast beings. And I feel like they don't, they don't have control. I I don't feel, I, I just don't feel that she does things purposefully as often as he thinks she does it purposefully well the, the issue is it's always pick your battles I'm like well we gotta pick at least one <gasps> she's picking every single one i mm. i pick my battles because parenting is exhausting and if i fight with them over every single damn thing i just may as well throw myself into the ditch in the front yard because yeah, i'll be done real. i can't and he just gets so worked up and it's like, I mean, she's not, she, I don't know. Anyway, it's tough. It is, this is, this age, stage, whatever. 
has I, been tough. I will say the last couple of days she's been really good. Did you tell her that? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, she found a she found a girl in the neighborhood that she's really been like clicking with. And so it's been nice because she's kind of found this friend and she is also, she has a horseback riding lesson today. Oh, you did so sign I, her up. I That's finally so got it. It wasn't nearly as expensive as I thought it was going to be. So I was like, okay, all right, we can try. Cause what they said is if you do like a month or two months of the private one-on-one lesson, cause they have, you have to literally like teach the kid how to be around a horse. So they don't, you know, like get kicked in the head. Mm. Um, after that you can move them into a group lesson and it gets even cheaper and then they can ride with other kids and get more riding time or whatever. But the first few lessons, I don't even know if she ever sits on a horse because it's about like getting the horse ready to get onto the horse and like how to be around a horse and where to not stand and where to, you know, like all of that, like really important stuff when you're. Okay. I'm going to say if she goes to a horse lesson today and doesn't ride a horse, I'm not dealing with her when she comes home. I she's going to have to understand that because how much does a horse weigh? How well, many thousands of pounds? It seems well, probably not thousands. It's probably several hundred pounds. But it's a big damn animal. You need to learn how to be around it before you can just jump on. I mean, I think just make sure she knows that going into it. Like set set the bar low. <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean? no, no, I agree. And I told her, I told her because I drove out there yesterday to get her registered. And I was like, it's only 30 minutes. We bought the short ones because you, this is just about getting acquainted. But, you know, I, she, she, she has, like most women, an expectation in her head that's most likely not going to be anywhere near the reality. She loves that TV show Free Reign. So she already thinks that she is an English horse riding um (laughs) like she goes goes, mom is it is it western or english style and meredith goes i don't know it's on a horse and she goes well what was the lady wearing so i can know because i really hope it's english style because that's a bonnet and a sundress that's the style i prefer i was like like she was hosing down a horse it what like we were this was not i didn't go there trying to figure out what she was wearing you were told to wear jeans and sneakers like this is not um what what is the what's the the sea biscuit what are they what is the 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 horse the triple crown this is not the triple crown this is literally you learning how to brush and dress a horse to one day get on on it um but she either way i think it's going to be good for her to just be around the animal and have an experience and then we'll see because i i figure if after a month she's bored of it because it's not what she thought it was going to be then we'll be done with it if she sticks with it then we'll get her into the group lessons because she can do group group lessons she can do two group lessons a week for the price i'm paying for the one private so i was like you know for me that's i don't i don't care whatever you yeah. want to do but you have to do something right like you yeah. can't just be a potato like you have to do something so she's you know she's she's happy cool um, well but good yeah. luck sophia yeah so she's excited to come home today and and uh also, send her to my house if you guys need a break. Oh, yeah? Oh, really? Yes. I love her, and she loves me. And we'll she just does. sit around and eat snacks and talk bad about you, and I'll take her on a real horse. My neighbor has one down the... Well, not my na- I don't know the person, but I see horses, so we'll just hop on one. <laughs> oh, you're just going to just hop on a horse? Yeah, I'll be like, your mom's lame. She's making you pet a horse. How about this? And I'll just toss her up on one, unbridled. Oh, really? Just bareback? No saddle. Yeah. You guys are just going to go with your with the wind in your hair. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll end up at the hospital with, with broken uh, coccyx. It's your butt bone. Yeah. I know what a coccyx <laughs> is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, um, I, you know, obviously we've never gotten political uh, on the show or whatever, but I did want to just make mention um, of the fact that we did inaugurate, uh, a new administration and there is, there is a new president and a new vice president. And it, it was, it was moving personally for me to see, um, a woman, uh, of color who is a mother, uh, inaugurated as the vice president of the United States. And I was, it was, a it was, it was wonderful to see. It made me have all sorts of feelings. Um, moms get shit done. So I just feel like, watch out. Like, she, 
<laughs> she ain't gonna take your shit. It's gonna be grounding everybody. Ground, yeah. Time out. Don't even come into my office. Time out. So it was very. Um, it was a. It was a definitely a momentous day for a lot of different reasons, and um, this is just uh, like if you didn't watch anything. One thing I would recommend going back, and it's literally gone viral, so viral, it's ridiculous. But the speech by um, the, uh, I don't want to say it wrong, the National Poet Laureate, her name is Amanda Gorman. She's 22, 22-year-old woman. This speech that she gave about our country was... Uh, it had me in tears. It was wonderful. So if you haven't heard her speech, I would Google it and just watch her speech. Um, it was fantastic. This woman has such a way with words. It just, I was, I was a puddle. Uh, it, I obviously in, heard it. in between playing um, levels of best fiends, I was a puddle. Um, but it was, it was a wonderful, uh, it was a wonderful poem. And she's very gifted and very talented. And you're going to obviously see her uh, because she's going to be real famous. So it was wonderful. Well, one of the things I think was amazing that she overcame a speech disorder Mm -hmm. like two years ago, two, three years ago. She struggled with it her whole life and and really just moved, pressed hard and and pressed through it in the last couple of years. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, I was watching an interview with her later on in the day and she talked about how she's, she overcame that. And it was, you know, that's, that's a big, I mean, that's a big deal. She was in front of the nation yesterday and she gave this, uh, recited this poem and it was just, it was wonderful. So, um, just, you know, uh, obviously we're not here to, to chat the politics or, or anything like that of the new administration, but it, it is a reality. It is what it is. And so yeah. that, that is, you um, see that on your screen. Uh, Amanda Gore is it's Amanda Gorman's Twitter. Yeah. She says, I am on the floor. My books are number one and number two on Amazon after one day. Thank you so much to everyone supporting me in my words. And as Yeats put it for words alone are certain for words alone are certain good sing, sing then. Um, yeah, well she look, Thank she just, Yates, I can't see. Dude, Yates. I thought you, did you just say Yeats? I can't see. I can't see what it, I Yeats. can't. I don't Yeats. have my glasses, but yeah, it's definitely Yates. Um, yeet means something else that the kids are saying these days, and I'm not exactly sure what yeet means, but they do say it. It's um when you yeet somebody. Yeah, I don't know what it means though. What does yeet um, mean? It's like when you. I don't know. When I think of something yeet yeeted, like I'm gonna yeet this piece of paper. Yeet. Like, oh. that's what I think of. You just threw it. Yeah. You're okay. just yeeting something. You're um, yeeting it. Okay. Do you want to know what <laughs> I've been enjoying is the Bernie Sanders memes? Oh, oh my gosh. He was awesome. he was one of the highlights <laughs> for me because Bernie showed up and he was just like, it was just one of the things on his to-do list that day, but he was just so- stopping by for like a minute. He was like, I'm going to go to Joe's thing, but then I got to bounce. Yeah, he said Bernie was dressed like this was a small thing on his big list of things to do today. Well, he brought his mail. Did you see him? He was sitting there with his mail in his arms, his his hand-knitted uh, wool mittens. His arms crossed. His arms like, crossed. He had on his North Face brown jacket, oh, like man. grandpa jacket. And he was just like, I'll stay for a few, but then that's it. I have to go get my prescriptions at Walgreens. I don't the have time best, for this. The best one I saw was every every toddler when mom's counting to three and it's like two and a half, two and three quarter and, and just sitting there with the arms crossed. Yeah, they had some great memes come out yesterday. There was um, a bunch of um, amazing Photoshoppers. Yeah. Like, yeah. That somebody put Bernie on the couch in between the two things on Beetlejuice. Oh. You know, the thing with the really tiny head yeah. and the lady. <laughs> they put him on the couch, like waiting. They for- had him at the Last Supper. Did you see the one where he's literally at the Last Supper in the middle, like, <laughs> like, no. Jesus, who? Like, it was, hel- I mean, they have some really, really, really good ones. Uh, the memes were hilarious. But yeah, so, um, that was it. I just wanted to, um, just make mention of it and, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. I know I I get why you wanted to, because it's a very real thing. I mean, now there is a new 
presidency. It's like a big thing. And so making mention of it, I'm sure is important. <laughs> I'm, I'm like a kid trying to say words. Um, but yeah, I, I support you. Yeah. And your words and my words. So, um, and of course I, I was also waiting, um, with bated breath, um, for when the, the pardons came out, um, <laughs> my husband is shaking his head. He's like, don't even bring it up, but I, I can't, we can't talk about tiger King. Yeah. Tiger King is struggling. Well, I thought he was going to get a pardon. I thought the tiger, I thought Joe exotic was getting a pardon. And so I was waiting around all day and all night because he had a limo there, apparently. His hair and makeup team was ready for when he was going to walk it. out. No, it was. They were tweeting it. They were like, Joe is ready. He Who was tweeting it? His lawyers. They were so positive that he was going to get a pardon that they said that they had a limo waiting for him, hair and makeup ready to go, and that he was going to just strut out of that prison a free oh. man. And then when he didn't get pardoned, his legal team was like, we're still waiting on that pardon, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, oh, dude, can you imagine like as he's leaving the office, he's like, by the way, <laughs> Joe's free. See you later. And like drops the mic and just walks out. And then Joe Exotic is now like a part of our lives again. I, I would have died. I, w I was waiting and I was so upset that he didn't get pardoned because I was like, do you know what 2021 needs? It needs more Joe exotic because it, I like just, I just want him to have a reality show. I just want to know what's going on. I just want to like know I what's get going it. on. And it is hilarious, but also did he not conspire to commit murder? Uh, it's just Carol Baskins. I mean, oh. would, would it, just Carol Baskins murder, you know, and she, well, we already know she'd be killing off her ex-husband. <laughs> like we a, do not know that <laughs> it's alleged. Um, it's alleged. It he, is. He part, he freed, freed Lil Wayne. Yeah. I didn't even know Lil Wayne was in jail. Is he? I, he's not in jail. He, he just pardoned him. I think he just pardoned, pardoned the, him. Like, I beg your pardon. Just what does no, that mean? Like the charges, are, it just goes away. Like the charge against you. The pardon is to like, okay, just kidding. Pardoned. Okay. I mean, that's not the legal definition, like pardoned, but you know, I think that's what it, he should have, uh, pardoned everybody who's in jail for life. Um, for less than 20 grams of marijuana charges from the seventies. That's what he should have done. Yeah. There, yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of discussion about a lot of different things, but I was, I was simply waiting on Joe exotic. Wait, so <laughs> you're so funny. Man. If I do, if I do something that you disagree with, can I ask Tiffany, is Tiffany allowed to issue pardons in our house? No, I think <gasps> Tiffany's a great mediator. So I think I should be able to text her and say, hey, I, I need you to issue a pardon for, for something I did. For something you did. You think I'm just going to automatically take your that, side Something that happened that there's a misunderstanding. Mm. Just FaceTime me. We'll work it out. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so, moving on. Yes. Really quick. Mm -hmm. um, before we started recording the podcast today, Dave was talking about how Meredith like really in love with the game Best Fiends. Mm. And so he started reading off her screen time to me. And I did not know that screen time was a thing. You mean that where it calculates it in your phone? No clue. Yeah. And I've never opened mine. And I was thinking of popping mine open real quick uh, because I feel like it could be life-changing information. So it calculates how much time you're on your apps it, and your games yeah, and it does separates it by them. categories. Uh -huh. And then it shows you the different apps in that category. So go to your, go to settings. And everybody knew about this. And in settings, you'll see screen time, a little hourglass. Yeah. Hold on. Click on it. Oh, mine's not even on. So we can't oh, even do so it. Oh, so yours isn't even active. Okay. Is this, this is my, do I want to do this? Turn it on. I don't know if I want Should to know. I? So here's the thing. You turn yours on. I'll read mine now. And then next week, you'll have to read yours. Well, now, but I can plan it. I could just stay off a of crap and be like, look at me. I was on no, social media for one minute. No, you have to do it. And you have to participate you'll forget in by, the You'll survey. forget by tomorrow. Okay. So I will. Yeah, you'll you'll forget that it's on. And Interesting. You could You could set limits. You could set up screen time for family. So that's why we have it on because I have limits on the kids stuff. Um, okay. Nice. So it's telling me that I, oh, it's asking if I want to set a limit on best fiends. 
<laughs> yes. Specifically, they're like, hey, girl. Hey. hey. Do you want to? No, I do not. Um, okay, hold on. <laughs> let me find it. I've only spent four minutes on it today. That's because. Okay. But um, I'm trying to go to the week. But if we're being honest, I will read you my daily average screen time. Um, last week, I spent 15, 16 hours playing playing what's only the only game I play is best fiends right now so I spent 16 hours I spent nine hours on social media and two and a half hours on productivity which I don't even know what that means a calendar or email yeah which sounds about right um but clearly I should probably set some limits and some boundaries but you were on there for almost a whole day Meredith but it was it was but it was broken up it wasn't just it doesn't matter why it doesn't matter because if, like, imagine planning your week next week and you're like, okay, Monday I got this, Tuesday I got this, Wednesday, um, and Friday I'm just going to play video games all day. Maybe I am. Well, you know what? More power to you. I just like, I like, I like this game. There is something about it and it, I enjoy it. And if I've got some downtime, if I'm switching laundry and I just finished folding it, or if I'm, I know I got to get up and do the dishes or whatever, it's probably, I'm procrastinating. Right. Like I don't want to do the next thing that I have to do. So I sit down and it's a way to escape. It's an escape. And I, I liked, I like it and I'm not going to apologize for it. And I, um, I do understand now though, how it's, it's like shutting your brain off and just taking a time out because the only thing i'm thinking about is matching those yep. red apples or matching those yellow flowers or matching those green leaves and making a a slug mageddon i love okay. slug mageddons oh my gosh when i get a slug Calm mageddon down. i get see i'm surprised you don't strike me as the type of person who could get wrapped up in something like that and like fiend for it i've never never in my life have i played a game really in that sense like i like puzzles and puzzle games. So I used to always um, do the cryptograms and like the newspaper. <laughs> That's not surprising. Okay. That's a, it's a puzzle um, and things like that. But I think it's great. So I definitely um, probably should balance out a little bit. But I am enjoying it. And, and I like that you can connect with people. Like I have friends on here. So every day, what level are you on, Dave? Oh, are you even playing? <laughs> How many gifts came in your mailbox today, Dave? Oh, no one loves oh, you. Oh, look, I have two more gifts in Buggles Post Office oh. from Ashley and Joseph. Oh, thank you, guys. Let me send you some Who's gifts Joseph? right now. I don't Enablers. Know. I don't uh, know. Joseph, you better keep your gifts. <laughs> I got a gift for you, buddy. It's he a knuckle me, sandwich. He sent me a, the, a gift of energy. And then you can go in, and I have, I have 30 friends right now, <laughs> and I can, send them, I can send them gifts. Look, I just sent them all gifts. Where do you yeah. get your gifts? I don't know how any of this <laughs> works. I don't know where the gifts come from. I don't You're know. like stealing. I'm just like, okay, here, have some gifts. So <laughs> it's probably hurting my game because I'm probably giving away things I need. But I'm like, oh, everybody gets a gift. I feel like Oprah. And you get a gift and you get a gift. But it's I get, I get really like obsessive about things and it'll consume my entire life like i can't focus on anything else and then just as quickly as it began it ends and i'm on to the next thing yeah. i feel like it's a mental illness of some kind but i don't know um, um so what was i going to say we were going to talk about a couple of other things but i did want to i did want to make mention that today i i was working out boo uh, i i was working out and i looked in the mirror i caught a glimpse of my elbows <laughs> I was flabbergasted. I have hideous, hideous elbows. I have never seen an uglier pair of elbows. They are so what knobby. What does that even mean? They're Meredith? so knobby. They look like they look like nipples on a boob. What? They're they're so pointy. Look, can you see how pointy they are? Look how pointy this elbow is. Do you see it? I could cut fruit like or cut a melon like a knife. I could what? kill you. I could kill you because these are deadly weapons. Like, I could stab you to death with my knobby. What are you saying? I never noticed how knobby my elbows were. Do you know when you've heard knobby knees, like people have knobby knees or whatever? Well, I apparently, I have knobby elbows, and I didn't know, and nobody told me. Meredith, I feel like that's a good thing. Why would this, how could this possibly be good? I have nipple elbows. 
Okay, first of all, I don't see any nipples. But second of all, I think it's a good thing because that means that you're like, um, like healthier. Like my elbows are probably hidden. Oh no. God, <gasps> girl, you got knobby elbows too. Ew, dude. Have you ever looked at your? Oh elbows? my God! If anybody's elbow looks like a nipple, mother effer, look, look at that. Am I don't understand how I'm just four. I I'm forty, and I just realized. Oh! For the first time ever, I looked at my elbows, and now I am just, I'm scarred for life. Elbows are hideous. Nobody told me. What the heck, man? Great. New security. (laughs) Insecurity (laughs) unlocked. Seriously, though, did you not notice that? Have you never looked at your elbows before? I try not to look at my arms at all as much as possible. I have zero definition in my arms. They're my most hated feature. Oh, and Kaylin says, don't forget about your cat butthole lips. I know. I got... Nipple elbows, cat. Your elbows lips. are nice and tan. They're not. I'm it's very... an elbow, though, dude. Oh it's a God. joint where it like meets where the rubber meets the road. Mm. I don't know. Is anyone actually proud of their elbows? <laughs> I don't what know. What if somebody was lotion them up? I yeah, mine are very um, dry. My whole body is dry right now. The winter, um, it's much colder up here. You live in Florida. Uh, North Florida is very chilly. It, it may it may as well be Boston. Seriously. It's so cold here all the time. Seriously. Yeah, right. It has been in the 30s. Come at me, brah. Mm. Yeah. It's cold here. Okay. Yeah. Look at people are in the feed now and they're like, oh my God, I just looked at my elbows. Don't do it. It don't do it. Don't do it. You have started a nationwide new insecurity <laughs> that people didn't need. I was looking in the mirror and I was doing some sort of a running thing. And Why I literally though? let's back it up. Because I like to exercise. And as my elbow came up, I, I caught a glimpse of it and it was like Edward Scissor hands, knives. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh Edward Scissor. Oh my gosh. It's like it's like the 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 movie Psycho when he comes in and kills the no. woman in the shower. Ree, ree, ree. My no. elbows. That's what it that's what it is. It's very upsetting. That's hilarious. It's very upsetting. So now I'm thinking about my elbows all the time and it's not when they're just down like regular, but okay. it's it's this. It's the aggressive posture of when you bend your arm. Maybe get like an elbow scarf. <laughs> Maybe I, I keep that. buying her long sleeve shirts and she won't wear them. <laughs> there's going to be oh, rude. There's going to be like an info Martian. It's like, are you insecure about your elbows? <laughs> Try elbow off the elbow new scarf off. specifically for your knobby elbows. Do you need spanks for your elbows? <laughs> Seriously though. It was weird. It was just this like realization that came out of nowhere. I saw it and it reminded me of like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I felt like Edward Scissor hands. Edward Scissor elbow. I don't know. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. So let's talk. I want to talk about um, what you posted on social media the other day. Great. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm fine with that. (laughs) So why don't you, you, it's your, you, you tell it. I, um, I, I had noticed that this girl that I had been friends with wasn't my friend on social media. And I literally just thought it was like a mistake. I had gone through and like purged my page. So I thought maybe I accidentally deleted her or perhaps she like started a new page and didn't add me to the new one. So I just sent her a friend request and she sent me a message an hour or so later and said, I really don't have anything to say to you, Tiffany. (gasps) And I was like, Oh shit. Um, and it was like midnight and I didn't have, the mental capacity to like handle drama at that hour. And I also didn't feel like obsessing about my life and all the things that I've done because I knew I didn't do anything wrong. So I was like, Oh, okay, sorry. I thought we weren't friends by accident, but if it's for a reason, I respect that. And she's like, what is that supposed to mean? Does that make you feel better? Tiffany? Whoa. She's got elbow daggers, dude. (laughs) She almost sliced me. Yeah. With her nubs. So, I was like pondering whether or not to respond, to react, to ignore it. And then she sent another message and she's like, you reached out to me when uh, my mom passed away and said we should hang out sometime. And then I never heard from you again. If you're wondering why I'm mad. Yeah. 
Okay. And so then I was like, you know what? I am so sorry. I'm notorious for this. I am horrible at uh, returning texts, returning calls, continuing communications. Um, I haven't pinpointed exactly where it stems from, but it is a huge character defect of mine. Um, I am so sorry if I made you feel like you weren't important to me because you truly are a special person in my life. And I understand if going forward, you don't want to be a part of my life anymore. But if you do, I promise to continue to nurture the friendships that are important to me like yours. It's something that I'm working on. And I truly do apologize. And she said, you hurt me. And I said, I'm sorry that I hurt you. And she said, it's okay. I'm used to being hurt. And then I, I said, you know, then it became like a pity party thing. And I wasn't going to de- deal with that. I wasn't going to like whatever she was. T- and I'm like, listen, man, I, I truly do apologize. And I am admitting wholeheartedly that I'm wrong. And, um, you know, I'm working on it and allow me the opportunity to continue working on it. And please know that it's nothing personal against you. I've done it for years. I do it to everybody, including family. It matters not who it is. I tend to isolate and I tend to become a recluse because my job is my phone. Well, let, s- let me read <clears throat> or you can read it. But I thought your Facebook post was was great. Like I made a joke in it because that's me and I'm also a terrible person. But so Tiffany writes, I have a serious question. How do you nurture your friendships? I am notorious for not finishing conversations or responding to text retweet. I don't do it to hurt people. I do it because one always have notifications turned off and and my phone on do not disturb. It's my job to be on my phone. So I can't stand the incessant dinging Two, I'm awkward and uncomfortable. Uh, Oh, I am an awkward and uncomfortable person in general. And avoidance and isolation is my go-to safety blanket. We all know that. Uh, I don't believe, and this will ruffle some feathers, that just because you have access to me 24-7 in this age of technology that I am under any circumstance or required to respond immediately. I don't know who genuinely wants to speak with me as opposed to those who want something from me or has a hidden agenda. So I put up a wall. Having said all this, I constantly have friends, acquaintances, random people um, pissed off at me and sending me passive aggressive messages or talking negatively behind my back because I'm too cool for them now that I'm, I like how you spelled it out with caps and lowercase letters, internet famous, uh, which are their words, not mine. How could I be better? So I saw that and I thought, oh God, who messaged her? What happened? (laughs) Um, Because... First of all, you were extremely honest in that because you do all of those things. And it took me a couple of years for me to realize, well, first of all, I didn't even know we weren't friends when we, <laughs> when we first started. <laughs> hanging out. But eat, but like, n- like not, j- I'm not joking here. Um, I didn't realize that you thought that I was trying to get something from you, right? Like you had put yeah. up a wall and we were like, oh no, like this bitch might be shady. I'm not going to let her in to my inner circle, my, my whatever. And I didn't even know that, that that was your reasoning behind it. Um, and your reasoning behind it was probably from actions I was taking because I am a very business oriented person and I'm very task list making, like, let's do this, this, and this, and then blah, 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 blah. And like, we just got to like, you know, my anal retentiveness probably caused that flag to go up for you. Yeah. And I didn't know that because I didn't know that about you. And I obviously, I know that I'm a giant hemorrhoid in the way I work and the way I operate, but sometimes it can be hard to, to see that and how it affects other people because it's in my DNA. Right. So I found your post very interesting because you then took responsibility and said, clearly I have some issues with these things. What would your advice be on how I could be better with it? But then what happened? Tell the second, tell parts two of the story. I wasn't prepared to tell this part of it. You don't want to, you don't have to. It's fine. There, people started, there was mixed. So I had the people saying, you don't owe anybody anything. It's your life, blah, blah, blah. Which, thank you. I love that. And the part of me that doesn't want to take accountability loves that. But the truth is, um, whatever. So then I have people who were genuinely giving me advice on how to be a better friend. People who are good at communicating were telling me tips and tricks, like set time aside each day to reach out to those who matter. 
Um, and then I had people taking advantage of my vulnerability all up in my <clears throat> inbox, <laughs> inquiring whether or not it was about them and oh, other people no. in my inbox trying to make plans with me now that I've turned over this new leaf. Uh-huh. So somebody messaged me and said, hey, um, I noticed you were trying to make more of an effort. Let's get together. And yeah. so then I, it put me in a position where I was like, oh, okay, do I, if I start making excuses based off of fear and uncomfortability, is that reverting back to my old ways? So I was like, okay, let's do it. Cause I thought that perhaps, um, that's what I was supposed to be doing. And, um, it made me sick mm. physically. And I was up all night because we were, we made plans for today, socially distant plans. And, um, I couldn't sleep cause I was obsessing about it. And I, I guess in hindsight, I see now that that's a boundary that needed to be set that I didn't set. Therefore I was suffering silently about it. Um, but on the flip side, I did set about an hour aside yesterday and I reached out to a bunch of people and I was like, Hey, I just want to let you know that you're important to me. I know I'm not good at reaching out. I know I'm not good at telling you that all the time, but you really are special to me. And, um, I'm working on it and everybody was super cool and understanding and nice. Um, and a few people texted me back later when the mood had passed and I was like, Oh my God, now I got to stop what I'm doing and respond. And I'm already past this moment and, but <laughs> I'm making an effort. Well, I think that's some good self-realization. Thanks. I also think that you, it's probably ex, ex, how do you say the word? Exacerbated. Exhausting. Exacerbated. By Tiresome. The, no. Overwhelming. I, yeah. But I mean by the pandemic, because you definitely, um, had, I think it, I think what I'm saying is I think those like isolation, reclusiveness, things have gotten worse during the pandemic because you definitely had friends that you were friendly with where you would, had gone to things with. Cause I remember having conversations with you and you're like, Oh, I'm going to my friend's baby shower. or oh, I'm going to this or like, you definitely have fr- friends because well, I mean, yeah, I remember we weren't allowed to come visit you right, ever right. because you always had plans with other people. Yep. So we, That's a lie. No, yeah. I never even been to your house. 100%. I remember that. No. So. I had to drag Meredith out of the closet. S- she was in there crying. Yeah. Liars. Mm-hmm. I have a small group of friends in recovery who we go to each other's life stuffs, mm-hmm. but it's people who I, f- I feel comfortable not being on, quote unquote, with. I could just be myself and there's no pressure. I don't feel the obligation to entertain everybody. I mean, I still do a little bit cause it's in my DNA right? to be the entertainer, but I've always been really uncomfortable around people who I don't know that well, or people who know me solely from the internet, because then when they see me in real life, I'm like, I have to live up to this expectation that they have of me. I have to be the person that they think that I am. And it's, but like, you're exhausting. the same person. <laughs> on the internet as you are in real life. I think you, I think you change it up in your brain, but I've known you long enough to tell you that you, you, that's the person that you are. Thank you. You are the, you want to be the helper. You want to extend grace and offer assistance to those who are trying to, or currently in recovery. You, um, are genuinely funny. Thanks. I've always been jealous of how funny you are. Whatever, dude. I, no, I'm you, telling you. I look. I I appreciate you enough to be completely honest and transparent. And um, I talk shit behind your back sometimes, <laughs> and what? then I say it to your face. What? Not like real shit. I'll be like, God, son of a bitch. Look at this video Tiffany just made with all these millions of views. <sighs> I'll tell you what. And then Dave will be like. Did you really just say that? I'm like, I'm going to text her and tell her exactly what I just said. Or I'm going to call her and tell her exactly what I said. But you know what I mean? Like, you you know, so I, I, I thought it was very, um, I thought there was some, like you said, some self-realization in there and it's something that takes time. But I also believe that the pandemic has, it's been hard to have consistent friendships when you're not doing normal, regular stuff. Like I long for the boring mundane yeah. Of prior times. prior to 2020. You know what I mean? Like I long for those, like, let's just go eat a meal at a restaurant and not be worried that we're going to come back with, um, you know, the COVID. 
It's just, it's not a reality yet. So. Yeah. Sorry. My husband was, can you excuse me? Striptease or? That's not true. You kept, excuse me. Oh. Why, anyway. Why are you fighting with Drew? <laughs> he's coming in here trying to start stuff with me, man. Naked Accusing stuff? Accusing me of what stuff is... I didn't do. Oh. I thought he was doing a striptease. I issue Drew a pardon. No, you cannot yep, issue Dave, people pardons. Um, but you know, I mean, you know how wildly I care about you and your family and how much I love you and how much you mean to me. And you know that I will literally not return your texts. And Dave has sat me down and is like, listen, if you could please just react when I send you a text, just long hold it and put a little haha or like a check mark or something so that I know that you saw it it would be wonderful and I I just can't bring myself to do it and it's not because I don't love you guys more than anything it's because I I have a problem well clearly we all have problems <laughs> but I do I really hate the idea that I have this cell phone so now People should be able to get a hold of me when they want, how they want, in the time frame that they want. And if I don't respond, then I am thrust into the wrong. And I don't like that. I want to live my life how I want to live my life. I want to talk when I feel like talking. Okay, so let me, to- let me ask a question. If the text you receive is time sensitive... I won't Truly even see it because te- I have do not disturb on texts don't pop up for me. I have okay, to manually but see, go in and see some of look. that, some of that for like business wise can become an issue. Like there have been times where we've, whoa, 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 <laughs> text true. Ner- ner- if it's important, ner- business wise, ner- you got it. Ner- neat. Listen, right. you're a big girl. You wear the big you- girl panties. If we're texting you because we have to change something for the podcast or whatever, and it's time sensitive or it's, or it's a client of yours, or you have to do something for somebody business wise, you know what I mean? Like if you're doing something businessy, like if you were going to go to some event for recovery or you were going to do, do a comedy show or a tour thing, you can't have that. Do not disturb on all the time. What happens if it's a time sensitive thing about a flight or a, or a a show or something, you've got to be able to respond. Like there has to be some organization in there where somebody sends you, somebody sends you a cat meme. You don't have to reply right away. Somebody sends you a text about a business thing. And I don't have business things. Yeah. But you you see, okay, I'm, I'm going to jump in here. Meredith and I've had conversations that as soon as there's an inkling of anything, the, I don't even know the, the, she maybe overreacts a little bit and, and tries to wrap everything up in five minutes right away. And when you look at the speed of business, not everything gets answered or handled in five minutes. Some things take time and not everything has to be responded to right away. Mm. Right. So, you know, we have something that we've been, we've been working on and literally every day for three weeks, it's, did this get done yet? Did this get done yet? Did I even mention it this week? Actually, you have not this week. And Thank I'm very you. I'm proud of you. I have it on my list to mention it Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I have been holding in that hemorrhoidal rage for you four days. And did. I made it all the way till noon on Thursday. And I wouldn't have brought it up unless you brought it up. And since you did, well, you I did, need you to you check did, on that. You did, a, you did a really great job. But no, it, and it's... It's not hemorrhoidal rage, well, a little bit, but yeah, it it's, is. you know, if, if Meredith is a planner and has to know yeah. the full scope of everything right away. So if it's like, hey, I'd like you to do this. She needs to know who, what, where, when, right now, yep. right now, not, not like, oh, we'll figure out the plans right now. Yeah. Well, you, know? you can't give an answer on whether or not it's something you want to do if you don't have the whole picture. I get that. Right. So, so that's where <laughs> I, I, so I get what you're saying with talk to Drew because that I throw myself in the middle and will handle both sides. Right. Yeah. I guess I don't that's like true. Even, I mean, I think it goes without saying, I don't like business. Yeah. I'm not a boss, babe. I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not a mother hustler. I'm none of those things. I don't like that. I don't like schedules or routines. I don't like setting appointments. See, I, I don't like financials. I die by that. And so it's funny because 
I can see where you're coming from, but everything in my DNA is like, nope, nope, nope. Like, so it's just, we are polar opposites. Uh, so I can, I can, but I can appreciate that. So I feel like I've done in terms of our friendship, like I'm not offended when you don't text me back. Thank God. Cause I worry about that. All I'm the time. never, I'm never offended. If I really urgently need to get you or I feel like I have to ask you something right away or whatever. And I, I will call. And when you don't answer, I will say to Dave, like, I really need to talk to Tiffany. Can you, can you text Drew or whatever? I don't even have Drew's phone number. He, I mean, he does. I don't need it. But I was, but I will then Damn poke right. the bear and be like, I really need to talk to Tiffany. That's about good. X, That's y, fine. I love But that. I don't, I otherwise, I, I'm not offended because I know that if I did something that would offend you, you would, you would, I, I think we would be able to, I think we have known each other long enough that you would be like, hey, bitch ass ho <laughs> this is what happened yeah but as you're saying it as you're saying i'm not offended it makes me feel bad like you shouldn't i just know that that's who you are and it isn't meant in a way that well i don't know that be... i want that to be who i am going forward though well you know? but then you got to work on that like that's on that's you and that's cool and you did that's what i'm saying you made you had some self-realization on that and you're working mm. towards it I, I you know i was the asshole in the comments um but i was laughing you weren't about the only it. one I'm amazed at how many people were like, can you return my text, please? And it's like, that's the, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Cheryl. Look, yeah. I, I, I mentioned it before. I have a, a two text rule that, or, or two, two invite rule. If I invite someone twice and they're just both no's with no, hey, next time or this or I thought reschedule. it was three. Uh, no, two. Oh, wow. I thought it used it's to be three strikes, nope. you're out. And, you know, no, there won't be a third. Oh, <laughs> Woo. my, my hiding and hole puckered a little no, on so that. that. That's all <laughs> there right. Won't be so a third. if there's a difference between nope, nope, nope. And hey, wish I could, but next time. Right. Or <laughs> next weekend cow? or next this or next that. But <laughs> if it's, if it's just no response or a no, sorry, you don't get a third. Yeah. True that. Yeah. I'm a work in progress. That's what we all are. A work in progress. I'm still down to go live on an island away from everybody with no phones. That, how are you going to get your Amazon packages? Mm, I need me point. some Amazon. We'll hunt and gather. We don't need Amazon. We'll be... Look, we ha we are so far from the hunt and gather people. I Dave ran out of soap the other day, and he uses one specific brand. He uses Dove Men Care. So does Drew. And it's it's... Green. It's a green the, bar. Whatever the, the green men plus care. Yeah, whatever it is. It's the green bar, right? So I go through. I go onto Amazon. I click add it. But it shows up. I say, Hey, here's your soap. He opens it. This isn't my soap. So what do you mean this isn't your soap? This smells smells like a hippie. <laughs> I said, what? This is sage. You got the wrong green one. And I was like, wait, there's more than one green one? I was like, you can use this. I have, we have 18 bars. Like I bought the big pack. Like she I may need as well to have it. bought patchouli oil I was and told like, me to sprinkle it on myself. So apparently they have a new <laughs> line of soap called Dove Plus Men Care Mineral, Mineral Soap. Did you not look at your past orders? I'd never ordered it on Amazon oh. before. I've always bought it in the store, but then I just was already making an Amazon order because I needed some other things. So I was like, oh, I'll just get his soap since he has one bar left. I now have 18 bars of Dove Men Care. He is refusing to use because it is not the right scent. We are definitely not hunter and gatherer people. Like right. I have to now buy another, and I think I found it, but I didn't order it. I'm going to show it to Dave first and be like, is this the right green one? Let me get those other ones. They sound nice. I'll send them to you. I don't know. I mean, I, he he literally used my body wash last night because he <laughs> smelled the soap and was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm not going to smell like sage. And I was He'd like, He'd rather Whoa. smell like berry blast. No, I just use, I don't even use girly. It's method, like no scent. <laughs> okay. I, I'll tell you what, I used the method body wash and I felt like I was bathing in the Mrs. Meyers hand soap. And I was like, I can't do it. It <laughs> smells too much like it. And it, it's freaking me out. I, I just use the unscented. I think it's unscented or I don't know what it is, but what's the point of that? Because it's because I have such itchy skin. Oh, I use yeah. a lot of the, like the, I use the unscented, uh, uh, laundry detergent. I use the uns. I, I just because of my itchy skin. But that's boring. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I survive. I but use anyway. Irish Spring bar soap. There you go. But it dries you out really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it smells good. So anyway, 
Um, yeah, I don't know that we're those people. You would have to definitely get people who are less. Um, I think you'd do good, though. If you were thrust into a situation like Survivor, I think you'd do good, Meredith. You're fit. You're tenacious. I don't know. I worry. Not that I think that's going to happen, <laughs> but I, I've worried about that. I've had dreams about that. I think that me and you this year should schedule uh, to hire a film crew what? to drop us off in the middle of nowhere and well, see if our friendship could stand the test of time in the middle of the woods. I would beat you to death with the fallen tree, I think. <laughs> I will fund this project. Oh, my God. It'll be a documentary crew. Where are we going? Just uh, we find some woods, man, some that gives woods. us permission. And we're allowed to take three items with us. Just and we like have to Survivor. Stay Can we not yeah. be naked, though? No, we're definitely having clothes on. Okay, cool. Sure. Yeah, def- at least if you're going to be naked, at least wear arm sleeves so we don't have to see the elbows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, it was... Um, Fun as always. Uh, Next week, make sure to tune in, though, because we are going to be playing Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And Dave is the moderator, and we are answering the questions. I'm stoked and terrified. Yeah, we're not not smarter than fifth graders. There's no way. We should uh, definitely record that and have it edited with, like, the questions at the put at the top a graphic and the answers and post it on social media. Yeah, we can do that. Well, if you edit it. Fine. Okay. We'll, te- we'll text you about it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Never mind. We won't hear back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents hosted by two struggling moms who have, who no, have no idea, idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. We love you. Bye.